Live your life within the moment, moment And don't go wait until the morning, morning You never know when it is over, over All that I know is we'll get older Hello, hello, welcome back to The Food Code Hello everyone We are bringing you some education today on a hot topic that I think we needed to cover a while ago, but we are getting to it today, and that is glyphosate. So if you're new to the podcast, uh, I am Liz Roman here with Becca Chilzinkowski. We co-own Fit Mom Lifestyle, team A functional practitioners that help women around the world with their gut health, hormones, detoxification, autoimmune disease, blood sugar dysregulation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All the symptoms. As we are here to help people get to the root cause and optimize their health and guide them through healing their body. Um, and if we can't fully heal, get them to a place where we have gotten things in a much better spot and reversed as much dysfunction as possible. Because in a rare situations, there are, of course, things that damage is done. We're not going to be back in our 20s the way that we were before, unfortunately. But there's so many things that we can do. And that is what we do day in and day out is help clients. Um, live life vibrantly. And so we are excited that you are here today. If you are new to the show, uh, the format that we have for you is typically Monday mindset, education, something you know, along the lines of gut health or topics that you need to understand to live a healthier lifestyle, hormones. We often talk about um, so many topics guys, there's just a lot here. We've done over 500 episodes, uh, autoimmune disease, just a lot of nutritional information. And in the past, we've also covered a lot of training in terms of fitness, basically anything that you need for, again, a healthy lifestyle. So Wednesdays, we typically have podcast interviews. If we don't have an interview lined up, we'll typically pick a topic, Q&A, or maybe do a case study. So you can stay tuned for those, but we do have quite a few interviews lined up that we are very, very excited about. And Fridays is always the tough love. So we bring you the truth. We speak the fire sometimes and we have no shame in our game because sometimes we need that. And sometimes, you know, it feels like we're talking to you. You're driving in the car and you're like, dang it, Liz, I hear you. You are talking to me. We hear this all the time with new clients or clients like, I thought you were talking to me. Um, Liz and Becca are talking to themselves actually <laughs> 10 years ago. Uh, so just know that we're not talking to you directly or about anyone directly. We're talking about the things that we used to uh, do and mistakes that we've made. Yep, absolutely. So if you like what you hear, we have to earn your respect. We get that. So if you we have earned your respect, please like rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. That is how we grow. That is how we are able to continue to give value and do the things that we love to do, which is research for the podcast, you know, talk on the mic and spend lots and lots of time with you guys in your ear. So we're talking glyphosate today. We're going to talk about what it is. If you don't know what it is, your world is about to be blown. I'm sure the thing is, you know what it is. You just might know not, not know it by the name of glyphosate. Um, it is also known as Roundup, which is a weed killer. So huh. we need to talk a little bit. And you know what? I'm just going to say I get really annoyed by people that don't think that glyphosate is a thing that like affects our health. Well, they just don't know what they don't know. And yeah. sometimes people don't want to know. And so therefore, ignorance is bliss. And therefore, it just means that they are ignoring the knowledge or ignoring the information out there because I get they don't passionate. want to acknowledge it. I get very passionate about these things. 
But let's dive in. So we need to understand the Center for Food Safety recently in 2020 overturned the Environmental Protection Agency's ruling that glyphosate is safe for humans and endangered species via the U.S. Court of Appeals. You would imagine that this would be like frontline news, right? Probably not a whole lot of people know that this happened. So what does this mean? Essentially, the court, specifically the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, has acknowledged that glyphosate is actually harmful after decades of evidence that is destroying our health and years after the World Health Organization or the WHO classified it as a probable carcinogen, which was in 2015. So the EPA now has to redo its 2020 glyphosate analysis, including a new toxicity assessment. So this is a small win in the fight for environmental health, but sadly it does not impact farmers' ability to use glyphosate and other harmful pesticides in the U.S. Mm, my, my, my. Hear what you just said in the U.S. Clients in other countries, one of my clients in the U.K. out of London, no idea what glyphosate is. Yeah, I'm sure because it's not. Because guess what? The European Union has banned many of the things that are allowed to be put into our foods that are known carcinogens. And we have a podcast all about that. Um, And so today we're just diving deeper into glyphosate because it's in a lot of things, even gluten-free things. And so you may want to just kind of rethink the amount of processed foods that you're consuming. You may want to take like a biotoxin binder or something along those lines that can help protect you from this if you're traveling or going out to eat, things like that. So what is glyphosate? Uh, This is a broad spectrum herbicide used in agriculture, forestry, and lawn management again, in the United States. So we know this, as Becca was saying, as the main ingredient in weed killer Roundup. So since it was brought to the market in the 1970s by Monsanto, glyphosate has been sprayed by tons of farmers across the U.S. Um, It originally was marketed as a, air quote, less toxic pesticide, the safer of many evils. However, we now know that this claim is completely false advertising and we are feeling the effects. So among the consequences of glyphosate contamination are various types of cancer, infertility, range of birth defects. It is known as an endocrine disruptor and a toxin to the body. So if you guys forgot what endocrine disruptors are, uh, these are things that mimic estrogen in the body um, and can lead to things like estrogen dominance or symptoms of estrogen dominance. Uh, And there's many other negative effects that we're just not yet aware of, even at low levels. Um, But don't worry, we're learning the the, the effects very quickly just like we're starting to hear and learn the effects of things that happened in 2020 very quickly, 2023. Yep. So I think it's just important for you guys as we go through this, I just want to say kind of a disclaimer here. First and foremost, we know that the non-toxic culture and this lifestyle, holistic living can sometimes feel really overwhelming. And it can feel really stressful. And you're like, oh my God, they're going to talk about things today. And I'm going to have to avoid all of these things for the rest of my life. We don't, we're not here to fear monger you. We're here to bring you the education and we want you to soak it in. We want you to think about it and do better in your life. Um, You know, we just know that some people get so overwhelmed and like paralyzed or paranoid that it causes more anxiety and more stress. And that's not what we're aiming to do here today. We're aiming to give you the education. So again, you can make the decision on what you are choosing to consume and put into your body. Mm -hmm. So 
Glyphosate has basically become like ubiquitous in our food system, our water, our air, kind of pretty much everywhere. Um, Babies are born with it in their system. Babies are born with over 200 different toxins in their system. And this is something that I actually posted about yesterday. Someone asked about like, what do you do during pregnancy if you want to work on these things? You can use pregnancy-safe supplements and Mm. work on things because what you deal with personally, you pass to your child. And that's a heavy thing to bear, but that's also what we take, choose to take on as mothers to become a mother. Like you need to take care of yourself because that is what your child is born with. And so, and they do, they test the blood in the umbilical cord. That's how they know this. So it has infiltrated our soils, our plant foods and livestock. Even the most diligent organic certified producers cannot avoid it, which is the really sad part of it. Like it's literally everywhere. They grow their crops, unfortunately, with contaminated water and may be subject to glyphosate exposure just from being near conventional fields. So like organic farmers, we've done podcasts on this. Organic farmers have much more um, diligent checkings. Like they have um, unworn checkings where people can just show up at their farms. They have a lot of things that are much more uh, in-depth that produce obviously better quality things but unfortunately you cannot control like for the amount of water they use they're going to end up having to use at some point contaminated water um organic produce is still preferable we'll talk about that since they are not being directly sprayed with the herbicide but we do have a long way to go to get glyphosate out of our system because the next thing we're going to talk about is how it affects your gut mm-hmm. so glyphosate disrupts the gut microbiome and can cause a lot of inflammation. Um, and this essentially leads to leaky gut. So how does this happen? Well, glyphosate disrupts a certain enzyme pathway in plants called the shikimate pathway. And this suppresses an enzyme that is supposed to produce metabolites like aromatic amino acids and many other biological molecules for health. So you guys, the gut microbiome is very complex. Even when we're looking at a GI map, people are like, what do these things mean? What are these bacteria species and all of this stuff? Uh, we're not expecting you to understand all of this scientific things, but at a baseline, what we want you to understand is that your body, this is a foreign substance. This is a man-made substance, right? Your body doesn't have the ability to break things down. And so glyphosate's supposed safety was based upon the fact that human cells do not have this key enzyme pathway, but your gut bacteria do. They can feast on and produce toxins uh, themselves. So it's not actually the human body, it's the bacteria. So if someone's ingesting glyphosate and they have a lot of bacteria, opportunistic bacteria, bad bugs, weeds in the garden, this is where it becomes even more dangerous or detrimental to your health. So your gut bacteria are ones that are also in charge of producing many key nutrients for you as the host. So B vitamins, for example, in your large intestine, short chain fatty acids. We get these from things like butyrate um, and that's various fruits and vegetables and things like that. Uh, Your gut is also responsible for creating neurotransmitters. 90% of your neurotransmitters and your serotonin are created in the gut. So dopamine and serotonin play a big role here. But glyphosate, in the presence of glyphosate, this restricts your microbiome's ability to make those nutrients for you. Without some of those nutrients, we are at a greater risk of infections taking presence, inflammation in the gut. Again, leaky gut, meaning things are now seeping out into the bloodstream as the glyphosate has essentially compromised the tight junctions of your cell walls in the intestines. Okay, so your gut lining is just one cell layer thick and 
this allows nutrients to get into the bloodstream. We want nutrients there to be used. What we don't want is toxins and large particles of foods and things that are getting into the bloodstream that shouldn't be there. And when that happens, your immune system identifies because your immune system is always in you know, scanning for invaders. So it identifies this as a non-self and it attacks. And that attack, that chemical warfare creates systemic inflammation. So glyphosate increases the expression of this happening. Um, it also increases the expression of another enzyme called zonulin, which weakens the gut barrier. So we look at zonulin on some of our tests. Uh, we look at antigliadin uh, on one of our tests too. And, you know, that's more of a protein found in gluten. But that essentially, if you're reactive to certain things or zonulin is high or other markers are high, other bacteria are high, we can see a trend here of things that are causing inflammation and leaky gut. And so you could be doing all of the things to support your gut or think that you're doing all the things to support your gut, yet you've got things coming in that are irritating the gut. It makes it really hard to heal when you're putting gasoline on a fire that you're you know, essentially trying uh, to put out. So Again, in our flush phase, this is why we remove a lot of things that would have glyphosate. We recommend obviously cleaning uh, your fruits and vegetables. I just got this new ozone bubbler that's really cool from Therasage. Uh, we don't have an affiliate with them or anything like that, but um, I basically for... 15 minutes, uh, put the bubbler in and over that course of the 15 minutes, it's sanitizing and it's killing anything, um, in terms of pesticides. It's also killing mold and, uh, parasites and other things. And it's nice. Cause like, I don't have to do anything. I just put it in a bowl and put the bubbler in there. So it was a hundred bucks, but I think it was a good investment, uh, because we do eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like Lewis was saying, what, with glyphosate severely restricting your microbiome's ability to make nutrients for you, it also actually makes the bacteria sick. So we are essentially walking, breathing bacteria. We are, that is why humans were able to develop so much faster than the rest of the species, because bacteria is extremely intelligent mm -hmm. and it can develop and it can change. And so when the bacteria that makes us up is sick, you could imagine what that does. And as we've seen, you guys, across the past, what, two, three decades, how much sicker our population has become. We think that there's not, like, you got to start seeing the correlation between these things. And like Liz was saying, it can affect zonulin. So if you think about, we talk about the gut a lot, but if you think about kind of from your mouth to your butt, you have this one you know, big, long digestive tract that's covered in mucus, and that mucus layer can protect from the gut too. And your gut lining is essentially this thin layer of cells. And they're kind of, if you think like, if you put your fingers and in, like intertwine your fingers, they should be this tight layer of cells. And what zonulin does is it starts to slowly open that tight layer. And now things that weren't able to get through that layer and into the gut and into the bloodstream, like bacteria and parasites and pathogens and food particles, are now getting into the bloodstream, causing your immune system to go haywire. And so by increasing the zonulin enzyme, we're opening up those gates when those gates should not be open. And that's what leads to chronic inflammation and disease, essentially. And so, you know, giving yourself kind of that picture. You want to keep those cells very tight. You want to keep that junction closed because only things that should get into the gut and the bloodstream should get in. You know, nutrients, 
hydration, all of those things that your body needs, not the things made up we don't need. So you can understand if the gut is a key to our immune system, is the key to our nutrient absorption, is the key to our vitality, essentially, why when glyphosate comes into the picture in such a heavy way, we end up sick. And again, is it just glyphosate? Probably not. No. It's, a, it's glyphosate on top of us not sleeping, being too stressed in our day-to-day, taking on too much, not drinking enough water, maybe drinking unpure water, and dealing with you know the stress of kids and a spouse and a job, not eating adequate diet or not absorbing things because your gut's unhealthy. And so what we want you to get away from today is what can we do to reduce our exposure to it? Because the other thing that I want everyone to consider that as a mom out there is it is in a lot of the food that children consume. And we'll talk about that in a second. But you got to think the little bodies of our children do not, they're getting the same dose. Imagine if you gave your child the same dose of Tylenol that you take. It's going to affect them a lot more. If your child took a shot of alcohol versus you taking a shot of alcohol, it's going to affect them way more. Mm-hmm. But yet we don't think about what we're exposing them to by giving them foods and all of the toxicity that their little bodies have to deal with. You guys, this shit was not around 30 years ago. Like you as a child, you talk about, oh, I ate these things and I was fine. First of all, you're probably not fine. Second of all, it was different. Like we just talked about, in the past two to three decades, our exposure and our blood level show a hundred, I'm sorry, an a thousand percent increase in glyphosate. Yeah, it's scary. It's terrifying. And it's, like you said, it's not just in like grain products. It's in a lot of processed products. Um, And we can link out, uh, I think Becca pulled up a report that shows uh, the levels of glyphosate in cereals for kids. Um, You know, you... I think you're going to hear more and more about this mm-hmm. uh, in the coming months. Uh, hopefully, it's going to you know, completely be banned and farming will have to be you know, changed. But either way, it's in the soil. It's been here for quite a while. So yeah. um, you know, even if you're saying, well, I'm eating gluten-free, you know, that doesn't matter. Like You're still getting glyphosate um, exposure. So to completely rid ourselves of glyphosate use and detoxify it, um, you know, there's a couple of things that needs to happen. So, you know, just in terms of the farming practices, we need to return to regenerative agriculture, right? Because that goes one step beyond certified organic. It seeks to replenish and rejuvenate the soil to grow healthy foods and sustain livestock. If you've not watched, uh, I really liked the documentary that Rob Wolf did. I'm totally blanking on the name of it right now. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I am too. I'll, I'll look it up. Keep talking. Okay. I'll look it up. Um, that was a really good one. And they show what regenerative agriculture. Sacred cow. Sacred cow. Yep. Um, and, and it's really cool if you see there's like I remember one part where they're at the farm and they're looking at the different uh, soil and the water and how much is going through. Um, it's just pretty eye opening. So that would be, you know, just one thing. And obviously you can help support that by supporting local farms. So one of the things I was saying to Becca the other day is, you know, this summer we're going to be 
uh, joining a co-op, looking for a local farm to buy meat. There's a lot of stuff coming out uh, about even some things that I chose not to put into my body now going to be in my body through food that I am not wanting to <laughs> ingest. So we're going to be buying local as much as we possibly can. So buy organic, regenerative organic, if you can, if you have access to it. Uh, make sure that your detoxification pathways are open. So this is where when we are taking clients in, the first step is flushing the lymphatic system, flushing uh, the body of unwanted toxins and opening up our drainage and detox pathways. So making sure that you are peeing and pooping every single day, um, you're properly hydrated, more water than you probably think that you need, um, that you are doing things to support your lymphatic system, like dry brushing or sauna use or you know, manual manipulation. Uh, obviously working to improve the state of the gut and get your leaky gut into a better place, remove infections of the gut, uh, remove things that are driving inflammation to the gut and the body. Um, I would add in here, you know, everything that we talked about in terms of your hair care, your skin care, your perfumes, your candles, your fragrances, all of that stuff that you're exposing yourself to every day that add to your toxic load, making sure that you're removing those things slowly over time to continue to keep supporting the detoxification pathways. Um, support your liver. So there's a few things here. Uh, we love NAC. We've talked about NAC several times. It's a powerful antioxidant, great for liver. Um, you can use things like milk, milk thistle. You can use things like choline. You can use things like broccoli sprout. Uh, we love tutka. There's a lot of um, research around tutka. Glutathione for some people, not for everyone. Um, just thinking here like Glutaclear, OptiPure. Those are just some of the things that we mm -hmm. like. Baby carrots, right? Um, yep. Fibrous foods, one ingredient whole foods that are going to help your body bind to things naturally. So all of those things would be important, but give your liver some love. Maybe get a castor oil pack. Um, that can be really helpful. Filter your water, reverse osmosis. I have one that we put in our house under the sink. It wasn't bad. It was like a couple hundred bucks. And I mean, it's totally worth it. Again, we've talked about tap water in other podcasts, but you know, the only other thing that I would say here is besides like, you know, air purifiers and maybe, um, you know, investing in a good quality air purifier, maybe do sauna a couple times a week, maybe change up your training and get into like a hot yoga class. So you might be the person who says, well, like I sweat, uh, there's a difference between sweating in your workouts in a sympathetic state and then sweating in your workouts in a parasympathetic state. So you technically aren't working out if you're in parasympathetic state, right? Mm -hmm. You're sitting in a sauna or, you know, I do think yoga to me is calming because there's a lot of breath yeah. work there, but you want to be in a, a calm state. That's really when you mobilize toxins more because your heart rate is not up and you're not stressing the body and taxing the body with, you know, lifting or high intensity interval training. So the type of sweating that you're doing is different uh, depending upon the state that you are in. And that is important for, again, clearing out and detoxifying things like glyphosate. Yeah. And just some other things in terms of like for your kids, the main companies that had the EWG has been kind of calling on and like trying to get them to take action on this is General Mills, Quaker and Kellogg's. So those are the three main companies that still show high levels of glyphosate in their cereals and in their food products. Um, 
And, you know, unfortunately, like we talk about the FDA a lot. The FDA sat on this data for over a year before releasing it. Um, So, you know, it it is the FDA found glyphosate in about two thirds of corn and soybean samples, and it did not test any oats or wheat. The two main crops on glyphosate is used as a pre-harvesting dyeing agent. So they choose not to test the ones that it's used predominantly with. Shocker. I mean, it's it's just this is where we can get really angry about things. It's just like PPIs. The pharmaceutical industry and the doctors know mm-hmm. the damaging effect of PPIs. They know very clearly that people should not be taking these things and yet they will just prescribe, 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 prescribe. Yeah. So if you guys haven't listened to our podcast about why stomach acid is good for you, you can do that. You can read the book. I think everybody should read that book. Um, it pisses it, you off. Monsanto, which is the company that owns Roundup, sold to Bayer, I believe it was. Um, Again, you start to realize there are only a few companies that control this world. They are very large. They own a lot of other companies. Bayer actually bought Monsanto for, I think it was $66 billion. Um, Monsanto has about $18 billion right now in lawsuits that they're paying out for glyphosate being linked to cancer. So if you don't think that this is real, it is very real. And it is the small accumulative makeup over time of, you know, you eating a food as a kid every day. Like I can toaster strudels probably every day for three years in high school. Like it is. And again, at that time, this was not as big of an issue. It has definitely drastically increased in the past, I would say, decade in particular. Well, I think we're learning so much about so many things right now. True. You know, and maybe it's just like where you're mind goes, your attention flows type thing. Yes. But like even, for example, with breast implants, since mm-hmm. I talked about it on the podcast, the last four ladies that have signed up with me have breast implants. Like, I mean- Red car. You buy a red car, you see a red you car see a red car, right? <laughs> like you're, you're just seeing it. But I think also now there's going to be documentaries coming out. There are lawsuits that are starting to happen and um, we're learning more and more about things that we just didn't know before. You know, and so some of the stuff is like, again, we don't want to have you guys like finish this podcast and be like, oh my God, I'm full of glyphosate. I'm going to die. or I'm going to get cancer. Like, that's not the point of this. The point of this is like, now we know. Now we're learning a lot more about these things. And again, since 2020, um, we've made some small strides, but there is a long way to go. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just be mindful be mindful what the devil's in the dose too of things exactly look at what you consume the most of right Mm -hmm. like my kids love honey nut cheerios but i just don't buy them for them anymore like we end up doing you know more organic brands puffs stuff like that that i know are better ingredients and don't contain those things um and is it a fight for a period of time yeah it's a fight for a period of time but they get used to it they're kids they adapt um you know no children go starving they will they will eat what you put in front of them, um, even if it is a fight. I think I might just move to Instant Cart forever because I can no longer take my children to the grocery store. I've learned. <laughs> Good God! Like we went to a meat market and it was a very small place. It was very crowded. I think we were the only one with children in there. And I'm trying to like look at what they have and tell the butcher what we want. And both of the children are rapidly taking hot dog buns and tortillas and bread off of this little like shelf at their level and throwing them on the ground and into our cart like over and over and over again. It was, it was stressful. 
but we're just not going to bring them anymore. I'm going to either find a babysitter for me to go grocery shopping or I am going to Instacart and save myself. Oh, you know, Amazon Fresh is, uh, we went actually to the store on Sunday, but I was like, this is a nice layout. They had good prices. See, I don't Um, know if we have an Amazon Fresh by us. Yeah, they just opened it by our church. So we just stopped by there because we were going to lunch after. But um, I struggle just, you know, we've done a lot of the Instacart in the past. I can do it for most things. I don't like it for fruits and vegetables. I don't. They bring me the nastiest, moldiest fruit sometimes. And I'm like, I want a refund. I've reported a few things on there for shoppers because like, listen, don't pick out the strawberries that you can clearly see. Mold on. Have mold on them. So anyways, uh, that's our show today. If you liked it, if you learned something new, please rate, review, share, subscribe. That is how we grow the show. That's how we meet, reach more people around the world. And with that, we hope that you guys have a fantastic Monday. We'll be back on Wednesday.